95.3 WBEV, our Packers guy, Jason Wildy is back, thanks to the Bayside Supper Club. A great night tonight at the Bayside. Uh, if you want to stop out and see Mike and Doreen, also Columbus Family Dental, making it happen. Uh, Sherry, are you excited? Nissan Ninja, are you excited to have Jason Wildy? I, I am, but that, that theme intro music kind of sounds like there's a bit of a bromance, and it might be one-sided. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like that song was a bit of a stretch. <sighs> it's been a while, Jason. We're reunited on the air, the four of us. Come yeah. on. Of oh. course it's the perfect song. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, uh, Sherry, you and, what is it, Lenny? Lenny? <laughs> Larry. <laughs> oh, Larry. 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 Close. That's his radio name. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I'm sorry. I, I think I like Lenny better for a radio name. Right? <laughs> You're call him Lenny. Uh, I'm with Lenny. Lenny's, I'm the, Lenny's the other guy. <laughs> right. Lenny's but she's not side. hanging out with Larry. Lenny's the side guy. <laughs> but I, if you were to, I, I, and I'm sure Larry and or Lenny is a lovely fellow, but if you were to have a side guy, which I know you're way too principled and have such high character, so I know you wouldn't do that. But if you did, would you want someone whose name is that close to Larry's, or would you want some, you know, Scott or Jeff? or something so you know you wouldn't get them messed up exactly i would need it to be very different so that i didn't accidentally call one by the other's name (laughs) see i think you'd i think you'd want them close so that like if you accidentally say the wrong one you could be like no you heard me wrong i totally said larry oh good point well you make a a point justin big debate yeah good jason do you think matt lafleur has called jordan love aaron at all this year Ooh, good question. Uh, I uh, I don't I don't think so. I I will say this. I noticed Randall Cobb did this on uh, Hard Knocks, um, calling Aaron Rodgers eight instead of twelve after carrying calling him twelve for so long. That is a hard habit to break. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Jason uh, Packers their final preseason game uh, tomorrow, uh, twelve noon at Lambeau Field. You can hear that one on ninety five three WBEV. Uh, just what have your impressions been of this this squad through through training camp here with so many different uh, you know new faces and just change? Yeah, on the offensive side of the ball, for sure that's been the case. And and so I thought I think it's really interesting because you know we're all starved for information and data points and just a feel for what Jordan Love is. And I feel like I can say with relative uh, commitment that he's not going to stink. He may not be good. He may not be great. He may not be a Hall of Famer. But I don't think he's going to be just a complete brain wreck. Um, I think that that's the the the, the floor is in my opinion, the floor is he's going to be average. And then let's find out if he can be much more than that, right? But I think he's proven pretty conclusively that in this offense, with four years going into his fourth year, instead of being rushed into the starting lineup as a rookie, like so many of these other first-round quarterbacks are, that he's going to be able to function and he's going to have some success. How much success? I don't know about that, but Matt LaFleur said something really interesting to me. I actually even tweeted out the video of the answer yesterday because I thought it was just 
a really interesting insight into really the level of that the fan base has gone kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over how he's played in the preseason. Because Matt, Matt LaFleur was asked, you know, how do you feel about your team right now? And he said, I never really know how to answer that. Uh, I like our attitude. I like our competitiveness. And then he said, but we haven't played a real NFL game. And I thought, thank you for your service to acknowledge that the preseason, while it is some form of NFL football, ain't nothing like what they're going to do September 10th in Chicago and September 17th in Atlanta and for the 15 games that follow. So uh, I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to see what happens on September 10th at Soldier Field. But um, I think everything that we've seen this uh, this training camp, we have to be very careful about how much stock we put in it, whether it's about love, other young players, this defense that you want to believe is going to be good, but there's no concrete evidence that it will be. Joe Barry is still in charge of it. So I'm, I'm eager to see how it plays out. So based on what you said with, uh, you know, the, the floor being that he's going to be average and then we can see where he goes from there for Jordan Love, how much pressure is going to be on him or how, how hard is it going to be him this entire season to have to live in the shadow of, well, he's following Rodgers, he's following Rodgers? Yeah, I think, I think Ninja Rodgers did him a huge favor by breaking his thumb last year and not being very good. Right, like right. if if Rodgers was coming off, let's say it's not an MVP season, but he does throw, you know, thirty eight touchdowns and five picks or something like that, like he uh, was prone to do. I, I think there's a lot more pressure. But like they went eight and nine, they missed the playoffs. Uh, Rodgers rubbed plenty of people the wrong way the last three years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that that pressure is mitigated by that, and I also think that the Packers' messaging has been very clear that, you know, winning, while they want to win as many games as they can, winning is not the number one priority this year. You know, I I still can't believe, I appreciate Brian Gutekunst being honest, but I still can't believe he basically admitted, you know, when I asked him about that, um, that, well, we're not here just to win some games. We're here to win championships. And sometimes to win championships, you have to give guys room to grow and get better and improve. And that's what this year is about. It's about the Luke Musgraves and the Tucker Crafts and the Jaden Reeds and the uh, uh, Romeo Dobbses and the Christian, Christian Watsons to get better so they could be really good and 24 or 25. I mean, he basically admitted that that's the most important thing. And so I I believe that that takes pressure off. Certainly Jordan Love is under pressure to not think. But I think everyone involved, I mean, look at how they're handling the kicking situation. Like, they're not, you know, Mason Crosby can kick as many field goals as he wants at the high school field in suburban Nashville that he goes to and posts it on Twitter. But they're not signing back Mason Crosby for this team, even though he is a way better kicker than Anders Carlson is today. They don't care. They they are ready to go through the ups and downs of Anders Carlson being their kicker. And they don't care that he's going to miss some kicks, probably at some crucial points, 
because they believe down the road they're going to win a championship by doing it this way. We're all going to find out together if they're right. Talking with Jason Wilde, our Packers guy on 95.3, presented by the Bayside Supper Club and Columbus Family Dental. Hey, has there been any, like, 12 jerseys and any negativity at all? I know we had a cut in our sports today about Love saying how it was all po- he appreciates the positive. Has there been any negativity towards Jordan Love at all from, like, the fan base like you saw when Aaron took over for Brett back, you know, how many years ago? Nope. Not one iota have I seen. And, and that was that was actually why I asked Jordan that question that brought that answer in because I think that's another thing that really helps him, right? That he's not dealing with all the other stuff. And there wasn't the, like, we, we polled a question on our show yesterday about what other reason, aside from just Jordan Love is the Packers quarterback, and I cheer for the Packers, what other reason do you have for being so strong in your support for him? Because I do think there are ulterior motives, whether it's because last year went so poorly and they were just ready for change there, or if it's because people were just so sick of Rodgers. Um, but I'm eager to see if this turns out to be the case. I don't necessarily want this to happen, but I would be really curious to see if all that positivity curdled a little bit, if they got out of the gates 0-2, and for some reason Jordan did not play well, that would be really interesting because there are a lot of people that are really happy that Aaron Rodgers is gone and that are really excited for Jordan Love and I don't think have the self-awareness to admit that their love for love is at least a little bit fueled (laughs) by their hatred for their ex-girlfriend slash quarterback. Um, I, I really do believe that you know, the support for love is at least in part and maybe a little bit of the uh, clouded vision of the potential ups and downs he's facing are fueled in part by, God, I really hate the last guy. I'm so glad he's gone. I can't tell you how many fans I interact with, like friends of mine that are Packers fans, people that I meet that introduce themselves to me. They all, they all are saying stuff like, uh, well, yeah, maybe Jordan Love's not going to be as good, but I'm ready for something different. I'm ready for the unknown. I was sick of Aaron Rodgers. That's that's a really prevalent feeling among a lot of fans. I know I feel that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sure, do you want to get to your list of questions you have for Jason? I don't have a list, really. Mine all revolve around Matt LaFleur, and I just feel like now's not the right time. So, <laughs> Well, not, not, not. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Lenny's going to be offended. That's true. Yeah. Lenny's Lenny. not listening right now. He's busy. <laughs> oh, it's like that. Okay. Hey, hey is uh, Jason, you know, there's scuttlebutt about Bakhtiari. Is there any chance that, that the Packers would deal him, like, say, if Aaron really wants David on the Jets? I mean, is, are they going to ride him out this year? You know, the, one of the veterans left when winning isn't, quote, appears to be a big issue this year. No, they're. I mean, Goody flat out said they're not trading him. Now, if for some reason that changes, uh, I can't wait to ask Goody, hey, you said you weren't trading David Bakhtiari and now he plays for the Jets. What's the, what's the deal here? Um, they, I don't think they are. I think they feel like he is a unicorn, like an outlier of he's like the one guy that's over 30 and worth paying a lot of money this year uh, to protect Jordan Love's blind side. So he was he was adamant they are not trading him. So if that's the case, uh David's going to be here all season, and we'll see if he can, how many of the 17 games he's able to play. But, yeah, they 
They're, they're, they claim they're not trading him, um, but he's he's just he's the one guy that doesn't fit the puzzle, other than the fact that he's a really good left tackle, right? But like these these guys that are all over thirty, they've got they've only got four guys that are over thirty wow. on the roster. Bunch wow. of kids, it's, huh? It's Bakhtiari, it's Pat O'Donnell, the punter, it's Devondre Campbell, the inside linebacker. And it's Preston Smith, the outside linebacker. That's it. That's the list. Wow. Hey, what? Uh, Speaking of a young guy, what are the expectations? I mean, I haven't heard a lot about Lucas Van Ness here in camp. What are the expectations for him here as we head down the home stretch of camp? Uh, growing pains. Uh, a consistent theme with a lot of these guys. Like, if you remember, and part of this was that they had the Smith Brothers show going on, but if you remember in 2019, uh, they drafted Rashawn Gary. 12th overall, one pick ahead of Van Ness this year. And Rashawn Gary didn't do anything. I remember writing a story for The Athletic and uh, talking to Mike Smith, the outside linebackers coach, and him talking about how convinced he was that Gary's going to be a really good player. And the comments at the bottom of those stories, of that story of people just telling me I was a shill for the organization and I didn't know what the hell I was talking about and this, that, and the next thing. Uh, they're not saying that now about Rashawn Gary, right? Like, he's on the precipice of being one of the league's elite pass rushers. He might have been a 13-sack guy, 15-sack guy last season if he doesn't get hurt. So it, it's going to take a while for Lucas Van Ness. He's, you know, they they call him Hercules um, because of his physique. But it doesn't matter how good you look without your shirt on, like Lenny on shirt on. <laughs> but uh, if, if you don't have counter moves as a pass rusher, you know, Tausch will tell you, hey, if I know a guy's only got power, I'm going to anchor against him, and he's not going to beat me. And Lucas Van Ness is super strong. There was a play early in camp where he threw Josiah DeGuara like it was a cartoon. And he went flying like 10 feet. Um, that ain't going to happen uh, very often. So he's going to be a, a limited contributor, and he's going to have chances to play, but he's probably not going to be great out of the gate. And then he's going to grow, and he's probably going to end up being a decent player down the road. But I, I wouldn't have real high. If, if you have a, um, a fantasy football team predicated on defensive stats only, I would not draft him high, Wade. All right. Now, Jason, I'm, we've every time I turn on the media, sports media, and they're talking about Green Bay, it's either Roger's name that comes up or it's Love's name that comes up. What, what's the name nobody's talking about? What's the name we should be watching? Who have you noticed in camp that we should be talking about? So there's a couple of guys that I think merit this. Now, um, one guy that is probably not going to play a lot initially but has been, in my opinion, the biggest surprise of camp is a kid named Carrington Valentine, who is a seventh-round pick out of Kentucky, who is a cornerback, who, if they're all healthy, you know, when, when Eric Stokes is healthy, et cetera, they're, they're not going to need Carrington Valentine to play. But I think they found a diamond in the rough there that they're excited about. Uh, they're also really excited about how good Sean Clifford has been as their backup quarterback. I still am convinced that they should have signed a veteran quarterback to back up Love, but they didn't. And so they're going with Sean Clifford, and he has been impressive. But, again, 
these games are not the same as real games in the NFL. So temper your enthusiasm there. But there's there's two guys to me that you're going to want to pay attention to that I think have a chance to really be impressive. On defense, there's a kid named T.J. Slayton. He wears number 93. Um, he's in his third year. They moved on from some older veterans on the defensive line. He's got some ability. Uh, I actually like him at this point more than I like Devont, uh, Devontae Wyatt, their first-round pick from a year ago. But I think he could be a disruptive guy up front alongside Kenny Clark. And then on offense, the guy that I really like is Jaden Reed, uh, second-round pick from Michigan State. If you're a Badgers fan, he basically single-handedly beat the Badgers last year. Like, he threw a touchdown pass, and then in overtime he caught the game-winning touchdown pass. Um, he's a stud. He reminds me of Randall Cobb. He came in really young, you know, young but really mature, and he's just a really polished player coming out of college. And you know, he was coached by one of my college uh, classmates uh, at Michigan State in Mel Tucker. And so I'm really eager to see if he can come in here and be a really good player for them. Well, Jason, uh, appreciate you dialing us in for the debut in 2023 of our Green and Gold preview. Now, Wilde and Tausch coming up on 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam from 9 until noon today. Is Tausch back yet? He is, and uh, he's he's so good at what he does when he actually does it. So we're always happy when uh, the sabbatical season is over and he rejoins the show. But, um, yeah, hey, Peaches and Herb were great for today, but we need some more peppier music for uh, for my intro. Do I get to pick my walk-up music again? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Tell me what you want and we'll we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want walk up, walk up, walk up, walk up, walk up music. You want the Spice Girls? <laughs> not the Spice Girls. No, not, no, not the Spice Girls. Very be. clear. Not the Spice Girls. <laughs> well, appreciate you dialing us in. Do you have, have you seen the show sheet yet? What, what, do you, what do you got dialed in for Wilde and Tausch today? I'm trying to take the Tausch approach where I don't pay attention to the show sheet at all. Uh, <laughs> and that way everything's a surprise to him. No, we'll, uh. We'll preview the game. We've obviously got our uh, Steinhoffel Sleepers of the Week. We've got our Green and Gold game preview. And, of course, everyone's least favorite portion of the program, led by Jesse Nelson, Woe Nelly. So be sure to tune in. Uh, hey, give give Lenny a great big kiss on the cheek for me. Tell, me I'm, tell him I'm really happy that you two are together. Oh, I'll do that. Thanks. Jason, <laughs> thanks right, for the time. See you later. Take care. Be good. All right. Jason Wilde, our Packers guy. Uh, Brought to you by Bayside Supper Club. Appreciate Mike and Doreen, everybody at the Bayside tonight uh, for being on board for our Green and Gold preview. And also uh, Dr. Adam and the staff at Columbus Family Dental. Excited to have Jason on every single uh, Friday now uh, during the football season, Sherry. I am very excited, and I promise in the future I am going to bring my C-plus game to these segments. <laughs> All right. Uh, this I is... appreciate the honesty. <laughs> And Jason asked about Lenny too on the thing, so I'm like, I'm like, you have to ask Sherry. Did you tell him about oh, that? Oh, people just know about Lenny and Larry. Shut up! I mean, it's oh. big news. It is big news across GKB. I do kind of like Lenny. Lenny, so not gonna lie. Lenny's the side guy. <laughs> uh, Seven fifty nine at ninety five three WBEV. Quality.